0: In this episode of Man Vs. Marriage, major announcements for the Moran family. The Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man Vs. Marriage. The Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man Vs. Marriage. It is I, the Q-Dog, in the Moran Family Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie.
1: Hi, Ben.
0: Based on our off-mic conversation, I'm a little stuck. I'm stuck in that conversation. But I do want to have a major announcement episode. So, I'm going to work my way through it. But I'm stuck. And I can't decide whether I'm mad, I'm disappointed, I'm frustrated, or I'm a combination of all of those things. So, yeah. With that being said, there's lots of changes going on with the Moran family. And there are speed bumps aplenty. We have uh, the first young Moran who has gone off and gotten a job, which is cool. And it was definitely not the one that I thought was the most likely to do that first. And I can't, I can't even articulate... My sense of excitement My sense of bliss for Hannah.
1: Which is a trip because all I am is worried.
0: (laughs) Well I'm not worried at all. I'm I am so excited for her. It's not like I'm excited for me. I'm excited for her that she has gotten out gotten a job and she's out there making something of herself. I you know, and I know it's it's a first first time job, it's a program through the school, but even so, I, I always have believed in my heart that she would be able, even though she has a disability that she would be able to do it. I just didn't know that it would be this quick, that she would make it this fast and that she would be the first of the Moran children to have an official job. So it's for for me it, I guess it's a there's a lot of pride there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For her. Not not like pride for any crap I've done.
1: No, I'm proud of her for getting the job. I just my concerns are with her emotional ability to handle the stress of it and she's already had a couple of times of breakdown and you know not knowing how to correctly tell or I shouldn't say correctly, she is not articulating to people that she does have a disability where she learns differently. So it's going to take her a little time to grasp things. So she's not standing up for herself and advocating for herself in that manner. And that concerns me because the school program did not inform these people, which I don't understand that either.
0: At least to her knowledge, they didn't.
1: The only one who knew is the hiring manager, and it was not discussed beyond that. She informed the shift manager who takes care of scheduling and whatnot, and she acted like she was totally surprised by it and had no clue. Because when you meet Hannah, you don't really think she's autistic because she's higher function. I mean, she can do quite a few things for herself, but there are some emotional and social aspects that are wired differently.
0: Yeah, but in the same token, I think it's excellent for her to get out there to be a part of the real world and to run to run this stress test to see how she's going to do. And I'm cool with the hiring manager being the one that knew that she has autism and for her to be able to go out there and try her best to go out and not be defined by whatever her disability is, but to go out and just try to do her thing.
1: It's not defining her as her disability. It's um, like her having to call so many times to get her schedule because she doesn't, Register that she needs to write it down in a planner or in her notes so that she knows her schedule. It's, you know Reminding them that she might not get down The process of what they're doing if there's multiple steps She's gonna have to be shown several times because it is multiple steps That's something that she struggles with Mm -hmm. and she got barked at yesterday by someone who got in her face for not doing something a proper way or not following the exact list. And Hannah said, there there wasn't a list. Somebody verbally told her, this is what you do. And that was a week ago. She only works on the weekends, so she's got a five-day gap Yeah, between the last time she did it and now. And that's why I was telling her last night, you need to let them know, maybe you need a notebook. And maybe you need to write down in a little notebook This is the things that you have to do step by step. For example, cleaning the women's restroom. This is what's expected. These are the things that are supposed to be done. Usually there's a checklist on the back of the door, but there wasn't. It's Like, you just need to let them know, it takes me a little bit of time to get it. Mm -hmm. But if she doesn't put that out there, there are some people who are just going to start barking at you and treating you like crap. And then she goes in the bathroom and she falls apart and cries while she's on shift because she doesn't want anybody to see her fall apart. And it's like, that. if they don't know, and you're not telling them you learn differently, you you need to repeat steps, you're hurting yourself in the process. I think think it's important for her to advocate those things. I'm not saying she has to go out and tell them, you know, I don't think like you, so you've got to do X, Y, and Z. I'm just saying let them know ahead of time. I process a little bit differently because of my autism, so it may take me a few times. Please be patient with me. You're not hurting anything by putting that out there.
0: Well, that's the beauty of this experiment because it's going to be a a learn-as-she-goes type situation. And I work hard to hold our kids to a high standard and put them in, you know, positions of authority here in the house with uh, how they line out the chores, being the chore checker, making them responsible to ensure that everything is done. And I told her today on the way to work that... uh, She shouldn't have any tougher boss than me. So I feel like I've done enough to prepare them. But you have to grow as an individual. So that's a major change. That's an add into the family schedule with Hannah working and a disruption in the chore, uh, the deep clean chore set up and kind of what goes on with house rules and the family. Another uh, major change coming for us is... We've got two seniors that are going to be graduating this year. Now, we've had Hunter graduate. We've had Kirsten graduate. They go to a specialty school, um, an autism academy. But for Gracie and Hannah, they're going to be the first formal graduation of the household. Yeah. And that is something that is a major... And Gracie
1: is going to be getting a gold sash this year. Which is huge coming from a kid who, you know, she was in fifth grade going into sixth when they told us they wanted to put her in a regular special day class, which is severe sped kids. They didn't think that she was ever going to be able to keep up with a regular class. And once we flipped the script on everybody and put her in homeschool and figured out how she processes and how she learns, and we figured out that the reason that they thought she was only comprehending it at such a low level was because her CP was affecting her wrists and her ability to write. So she was shorthanding everything and writing it like you would six or seven year old, because it's just easier and it doesn't hurt so much. We got her a computer and she can type and have the freedom to not have the pain anymore. She flourished completely. And she's only, the only SPED class she has now is a strategies class, which helps her with, maintaining time management and um, life skills that she's going to need going forward into college. All the other classes she's tested out of and she's maintained a 3.6 to a 4.0 all through high school by herself. We didn't didn't have anything to do with how she tested out. That was just her figuring it out and moving forward. So this year being in a student government class and now she's uh, what she's not an outgoing kid. She's usually the quiet shy and this year she's part of student government. So she's part of The student store, she's part of all the activities, the pep rallies, the dances. She's involved in everything.
0: I don't know, because she is outgoing to the right crowd. I mean, generally, if there were elderly people around, she would gravitate to them and ask questions. She doesn't like crowds,
1: though. She gets nervous being around crowds. She doesn't like giving speeches. She doesn't like being in charge of things, because she doesn't want to have to have it come crashing down on her. So for her to step up and be taking this role plus she gave up the job experience class that Hannah's in. She had the option to take that and get a job as well and she decided she would rather do student government and um, because they allow her to work a register, they allow her to work the student store, the ticket booths, so she's still getting work experience so to speak right. but um, it's just in a different environment. Now she wants to go get her ID so she can get a job so we're kind of Processing how that's going to work because they don't drive yet. <laughs> I'm the only taxi and we already have several other things in our schedule. So adding another person who's got to be at a job at a set time is going to be quite the juggle for both of us.
0: <laughs> well, and she could definitely go and have a job. We're just we're just kind of working something out differently with her because she is responsible and we need child care, and she wants to make money.
1: Well, and I want her to get her license first. I'm really pushing for her to get her license first, because we have a rule in our house. They got two of the kids already have their um, written test, so they have their permit to start getting their driving hours, and they could get behind a wheel. We just need to get them a California ID, but Quincy and I have a house rule that we are not going to be the ones giving you all of the behind the wheel hours. We are going to put you through driving school and you're going to have someone else who is not my nerve center deal with teaching you how to drive and getting X amount of hours on the road. And, um, I mean, my car is not the ideal vehicle for a first time driver. (laughs) No, no Lord. No. So it, you know, there's a lot of factors, but our agreement years ago was when they're ready to drive and they get their permit we will put you in driving school. Now, there's a second side to that. They're responsible to come up with part of the money for that, whether it's through birthday money or Christmas money or they do odd jobs and they make cash. They have to help pay for that because there are six people in this house to get a license. And when you're looking at $250, $300 a pop and they have the same birthday, you know, that that's that's a lot of stress on us financially. Plus, they're not paying for the car. We're going to be paying for the car. It's going to be a family vehicle. They're going to have to share it. There's a lot that goes into being a large family with moving forward and responsibilities. But Gracie's also going to be the first one to go to college. So I want her to have her license. Yeah. I want her to be able to have the freedom to go back and forth, to get herself to and from work, and to start taking on that responsibility as Hannah's a minute older, but maturity-wise and responsibility-wise, I think Gracie is the oldest in that sense, And well, I want, maybe she's I want a, to get that.
0: She's the most responsible, you know, I would say thus far. And we have some, we potentially have some that are more mature, but they're not legally of that age yeah. that, that are able to.
1: Well, and we have Ashlyn has her permit now. So she's getting ready. She's 17. She's getting ready to drive and she wants to start getting a job. The twins will be 16 in January. They're both getting ready to get their permits and get ready to start learning to drive. But thank you, Jesus, they're going to have drivers at school. So that's one less thing on our plate.
0: Well, and and (laughs) it's the same with any family that has kids and they go through this process. They're just 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 right
1: close to each other. (laughs) Yeah,
0: which we did that. And they're going to be going.
1: I had nothing to do with the twos and threes, buddy. That's just how my body worked it out.
0: (laughs) Well, physically, you have something to do with it. So there, there is that change, which is really, really exciting, um, for them because they're taking the next step. And then for us, how do we handle that change? You know, how do we adjust as the kids are, you know, the triplets this year turn 19. So how do we handle that change? But graduation is coming.
1: Oh my gosh. Hunter's going to be 21. Oh, yuck. Ew. Moving on. Don't even go there. How old are you?
0: Um,
1: same as you, butthole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then we have uh, kids playing sports, and we have one of our kids considering the military, which we are both very pro military, and for the opportunities that can create. Um, we have, I believe, you know, once Ashlyn gets all settled in, she'll be she'll be looking to get a job quick. I mean, yeah, she's, she's looking of...
1: she's looking to get a job. She's actually um on target trying to graduate early. Yeah. Um cuz she's going to turn 18 this year and um if she hadn't been held back a year, she would have been graduating this year with Hannah and Gracie. But um you know, that was that was a personal decision that was not anything she did. That was our decision because she was struggling. But getting her Getting into a job, she's also looking at if she graduates and she can get a job, then she wants to be moving on to college and other things by August. Yeah, if you know, she does, if she, she does get college, or,
0: or you know, she's kind of still in the middle of that. She's got some ideas, her and I've got some ideas for next year. Um, and then you know, we have the sports going on, uh, you know, little Mo is doing her thing. And I hers think, is
1: about to shift.
0: <laughs> and her her sports, is it's going to expand.
1: Yeah, She's I not going to stop around.
0: here. She's going to just continue to move on. And she is probably the child in the, you know, as far as the physical side goes, with the 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 most impressive work ethic. I would say Gracie has a great work ethic when it comes to schooling.
1: Mo is 100% you. Outside of her love of reading, that child is you. Because she is taken on... ROTC this year which she has decided she wants to do all four years. she has taken on cross country she's been training with a trainer for three years now solid she's more disciplined in her diet and her her workout ethic than most adults that I know myself included. She's um, a straight A student if she she's not yet to come home with homework. She has her homework done before class is out, and she spends the remainder of the class reading a book. That that's the me part. She loves to read. That's that's a new love is is her um, young adult romances. So she's young she's, adult
0: romance.
1: She's leaning towards towards mom's stuff. She had to write her very first short story. Did she tell you she had to write her very first short story for her English honors class? And um, she came home and said, "I'm gonna write a young romance," and I got so excited because. Hold on, she okay. So this is the girly side of her is finally starting to make an appearance. Mo has been, she started out dainty and girly and frilly and foo foo, and then she did a complete three sixty and went tomboy on me, which I'm totally okay with. And now we're you know fourteen years old and we're slowly shifting just a hair.
0: No, she's shifting a lot as a matter of fact. So now I'm doing a major looking, change. Yeah,
1: now she's looking at like she's bummed because she loves chess and she can't do chess club because it runs at the same time as cross country, but she really loves chess. She has the mind of an engineer. She loves math. They had to bump her into a class of juniors and seniors because she couldn't handle being in too slow of a math class as a freshman. So she's actually already in algebra two and she's in an honors class for algebra two. Um, it was, I mean, she just, she's a really strong personality. But she wants to do so many things. Where does she get that from? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's 100% you. Because the girl is like, I'm going to try this, and I want to try this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this. Like, babe, you can't do that with 24 hours in a day. It's just not feasible. I
0: bet she's going to prove that you that she can. Next on the list of change. You may have heard this a couple episodes ago, but we are writing a man versus marriage book. And that is going to be a daunting task, but we, we thoroughly believe, I do anyway, um, I'll let Jeannie speak for herself, that our audience, they need this book about our journey of overcoming adversity. It's one of the things that I believe we do that can inspire other people to overcome wherever they are, and to really hunker down and grow their relationship. And so we're excited about... I'm excited about the Man versus Marriage book that will be coming out. But it's going to be a lot of work.
1: This was a challenge for me because normally I write fiction. And fiction is really easy because I get to create everything and, and make it how I want. Discussing myself and... I mean, you guys get... This is raw. This is transparent on here. We don't fudge anything. But we still have the ability to not give everything. And writing the story and writing the book, there's a lot we have to put out there because you can't just graze over some of the stuff that we've been through and, you know, autism is alive and well in the house. Um, you know, we can't just graze over it. It's a benefit because you're going to get the full story. But it's also a struggle because some of these old things coming up, they bring with them old memories and they kind of reopen some old wounds. And it's not that, you know, they've they've healed, but it still hurts when you go back there sometimes.
0: Yeah, looking at the scars, I mean, you you can have two points of perspective when you look at a scar. And, uh, you know, the way I look at it for most of my scars is I came through that. I'm stronger. I'm put back together. I've healed then now it's time to move on. Um, but we'll we'll go through that, and then we'll put more of our story out there. And, you know, Jeannie, you already know this if you're a listener to the show, which there are more and more of you. Uh, Jeannie is writing her own romance book. So, dudes, when she releases the book, I expect every freaking one of you to buy it for your wife. Well, uh, that might... May, pause on that for a minute. <laughs> pause on that, because, you know, there's some risque stuff in there. Now... Here's another major change coming. I have accepted a promotion, worked very hard for and accepted a promotion um, within my the company I've been working for, uh, with for a long time. So my job is now changing.
1: Which means our schedule, our routine, the the stability that we had in chaos is about to shift again. So we're kind of, it's a good thing, we're all excited about it. The kids are extremely excited about it because you won't be on the road as much. You won't be um, currently, um, in his previous position, he drives, you know, an hour and a half, two hours one way and back. So three to four hours a day, and if you were running extra deliveries or anything else in between, It was extra hours. You didn't come home. Yeah. You know, and it's silly, but when you had COVID, everybody was happy for you to be home because you were home and, you know, you come walking down the stairs and they're doing school on their computer and it's like, oh, hey dad, let's have a coffee. You know, they were happy to have you within arm's reach and knowing that you're, you're still going to have to travel, but not near as much and feeling like you're going to be able to be here in the morning and say goodbye to everybody in the morning instead of just me in the dark. You know, that, that was a trip the other day. That that happened recently where he was leaving, and it just so happened it was like 15 minutes before we had to leave to take the kids to school. And the look on the girls' faces was like, wait, you're, you're here. What are you doing here? Uh-huh. But everybody, like, wanted their hug and their, you know. Yeah. Which is really cool because it's a simple thing, but for them it impacts a lot.
0: And it does for me, too. Uh, it's, um... It's interesting because it's definitely, I've been, the last four years of uh, working at this particular location and growing it has been grueling. It has been absolutely grueling and rewarding at the same time. I proved a lot of things to myself. Well, which... and
1: some of the stuff you faced, I mean, just, just an example, the earthquake itself hitting that particular area,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you were the center of it. So it wasn't like. You were here working an hour and a half, two hours away from whatever's going on and sending stuff. You were in the middle of where everything had happened. Yeah. And it wasn't just the people you work with, but the community itself was going through a lot. And there were still tremors going on. and We were an hour and a half away, and the kids and I, every time my phone would go off, which I finally turned the alerts off because they still happen. Yeah, you should have. (laughs) It was like, there's another 3.0. There's another 4.0. And I'm texting him, are you okay? Are we covered you coming home. Like what the hell? This is not okay with me. But this time around, you know, you just you had a lot of things that are not normal yeah. <laughs> for people to deal with. I think on well, a daily.
0: and I I work for the number one company in our industry for yes. what we do. We we lead the industry in what we do, and so when you are on the cutting edge, you lead it can be a challenge because there's a certain expectation mm-hmm. when you work for the best and how you perform. And I answered a lot of questions for myself if I really had what it took to be in this position. And I answered each of those questions. And while it was bumpy and growth is bumpy, I, I think I honored my commitment to walk this thing out. And this promotion came quicker This opportunity came quicker than I expected, but as far as time and my ability to, you know, re-engineer my schedule and being more present as a dad and a husband, I welcome it. It has its own set of challenges, but i how could I get on this microphone time after time and challenge you and not challenge myself?
1: Well, and looking at where we're sitting right now, I mean senior year, actual graduations, prom nights, driving, jobs. You're going to be around here for that stuff. And those were, when they were little, you missed a lot of the stuff because of the work schedule and what we had to do to survive. Right. And now we're in the milestones and the turning points of they're about to become their own adults. Their own lives are starting and several months. And I think being able to not have to skirt around anything anymore or not have to worry about schedules and, you know, whether or not you're going to be around to help or see things makes a huge difference for all of us. Yeah. But I also think in, in your season in your previous position, You had things that you wanted answered for yourself, Mm -hmm. about yourself. Yeah, There were questions you had. There were insecurities and doubts that you had. There were goals that you had within your company that you wanted to do for yourself. Didn't matter what their goals were. You had personal achievements you wanted to attain. And you've checked off all your boxes. Mm -hmm. So as long as you've done that for yourself, Moving on is an easy decision.
0: It's not, there's nothing easy about it because I care deeply about the people that work for me. I care deeply about their, you know, present moment, their future, that they're well cared for, that whomever the next leader is in that area, you know, that takes on my seat, puts in the heart and soul and pours themselves into that group of people like I did. That won't be up to me. But that's what matters to me because that's the way that I live my life. Even in the discussion on the microphone before this, it affects me to my core. And that's what matters to me.
1: But you also pose the questions to the guys listening. You know, are you doing what's best for you? Are you meeting the goals that you've set for yourself? Are you doing the things that are best for yourself? You know, are you doing it on purpose? Is there a purpose to what you're doing? You've met your purpose for yourself. And so now moving forward, I think we're looking at... For, for Quincy, there is this need to grow, a need to be challenged, a need to learn and to teach and to be able to pour into someone else while learning from someone else. It, it's just part of your DNA. Yeah. And I think you've reached a level in this current position where... You learned what you needed to learn. You gave everything. You put everything out on the table. You have no regrets for anything that you've said, done, or or, or how you have um, grown. If you messed up or you screwed up somewhere down the line, you learned from it and you went forward. That's how you do things. Mm-hmm. So now this new position, I think, personally, I'm excited for you because, A, it's new. It is and it isn't. There's a lot of new to it. There's a lot of old to it there is potential for you to put your own quincy ness mm-hmm. into this position, which is great because that means whoever you are partnering with or working with is going to, if they're not on fire for what they're doing, they're either going to catch fire with you or they're going to figure out this is not the place for them because there there is no, you kind of can't really latch on. <laughs> quincy comes in and it's like, we're going to do this. And if this is your goal, then I'm going to help you get to that goal and this is the way it's going to go. On top of, while I'm getting to your goal, we're going to get to my goal. So you're coming along for my ride. Yeah. But that that's the cool part about it is I think this is going to give you another opportunity not only to grow, but to pour out the best parts of you. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that, that is the part of life that we're in now is we've, we've been learning. We've been doing things. We've been trying to get better. Now we're at a point where we've got to start pouring it back out.
0: Yeah, and... You know, there's some things in there I might I might challenge on. I have a few regrets, but who doesn't? Um, things that I might have done differently. But that's the beauty of of going through difficult times. As long as and, you learn
1: from it, it doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: and having success and being able to take a step back and say, you know what? I did learn. I became better. It stretched me. It grew. Wherever there was a difficult or a tough challenge, I ran to it, even though it was uncomfortable. Because that's how I live my life. And I am excited about... This new role that I'm going to step into because it takes all the best parts of me, that all natural human enhancement, and it puts it on display, and so I I take this challenge on. I I have questions about myself that need to be answered. I you know I'm like, man, what, uh, how's this going to go? But I'm really excited to figure it out, and I look forward to affecting people's lives in a different way. Um, And I truly believe that the value of me is going to be on display, so to speak.
1: I kind of look at it like we did your coaching career. Now, granted, at the time that you were coaching, I was not the biggest fan. I'm not even going to lie. But hindsight, you were the guy that, wherever coach needed you, that's where you went. If he needed you to... Coach O-line today, you stepped in and you coached O-line today. Yeah. If he needed you to coach defense, you coach defense. If he needed you to make sure that these players who were injured were okay and that the staff that was working with them knew what they were doing, you did that. You didn't care what the label was or the title was for the position. You were there to make it better. That's all you cared about. So I kind of look at your new position that way. You're not... You're not stepping out of, or you're not, um, you're still working with the same team. You're just working in a different position. So now it's, okay, where can I enhance the team from this position
0: Correct. the most? Correct. And that's
1: kind of how you attack everything.
0: Yeah. And, I, and I, I look forward to it. And, you know, this episode is about handling change. How, are, how do you handle change?
1: I suck at it.
0: Well, here, here's <laughs> the thing. And for us... We kept pressing and pressing and working and pressing and you know, doing some cleanup and some damage control and, and forging ahead in our relationship and the and the thing that is so clear to me is that you may not know what is on the other side of the next step. Just keep moving. Keep your ears, keep your keep your gut. I mean, we're I'm a man of faith, so I listen for what God has to say. And sometimes when you're moving through a situation it's so difficult to continue but i do continue and it's one of the one of my philosophies that it's really hard to see the picture when you're standing in the frame you can't you have to step outside of it turn yourself around and look at what's being created look at the progress of the painting and things one after another just started lining up and moved, things moved very quickly.
1: Well, and they all moved at once. Yeah. Like, what we were looking at, you know, we've been talking about the next four years. And we've been talking about where do we want to go and what do we want to do. And then it was almost within a week's time that all these things just started lining up and shifting all at once. Okay, if you know me, speed bumps suck. This was multiple speed bumps that suddenly, this is what Reed and I call my crater. Mm-hmm. This is no longer a bunch of bumps. This is me standing at the bottom looking at the top trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to climb out of here. But we've learned over the years, A, I take one speed bump at a time. I cannot take all of them on at once. I don't have a big enough truck. So we we generally look at where is my biggest concern or my biggest fear? Is it... You know, for us, usually it's finances. It's whatever we discussed in the past, Quincy will tell you anytime he ever said, I'm looking at changing positions or I'm looking at a different job or I'm my I panicked because if I didn't know that the money was going to stay the same or I didn't know that the insurance was going to stay the same, if I didn't have that certainty, I lost my crap. This time around, which I actually, I didn't even have to say anything. Just was kind of a trip. Quincy just came home one night and said... This is what I'm doing. I'm making sure that the income stays where it's at. There are other opportunities, what have you. But this was enough to tell me, okay, nothing's going to change for me. Financially, we're good. I don't have to worry about, oh, shit, are we working on commission? Are we working on, you know, anything that could bounce over? I, I don't know what I'm into. And that's a hardship for me. But for Quincy to come home and say, no, I've already checked into everything. What I bring home, what he brings home, what the bills look like, he made adjustments to some of the bills so that everything is level and I don't have to worry about it. That took that speed bump out of the way. Then we started looking at scheduling. Okay, well, what's your schedule going to be? Because now we've got sports, we've got jobs, we've got this, we've got this. And then for him to come back and say, well, I won't have to drive as much. I can have this kind of schedule. So I can help from this to this. And it was like, wait a minute. I don't have to be the chauffeur 24-7. There's you'll be able to be present for some of this stuff. Yeah, I'll
0: have times where we're more lo- more localized, yeah, which is great. So,
1: which is nice because if you're, you know, 10 minutes from home and I have to take somebody to the doctor and somebody has to get picked up from school, a lunch break to pick somebody up and drop them off helps me a great deal.
0: Now, with that being said, we are up against a hard break. We're going to have to close this episode out right here. Anyway, I think this episode warrants a second half and how you handle change. Um... Because we're talking about our journey, but we will come back with another episode to discover what kind of change consumer you are and how you handle it, what do you do, and how do you improve. So with that, I'm the q dog. She is Jeannie Moran, sometimes referred to as my ladybug. And this is Man Vs. Marriage. The Podcast.
1: How good do you want your life to be?
0: You gotta live on purpose. For a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.